You may have heard it said motivations get you started, habit is what keeps you going. Today we will be discussing the keys to creating positive habits. This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Nothing drives performance like good habits. We all know that high performers have great habits, but how do we develop and keep them? Jeff, we are diving into an important subject that can literally determine the level of success that we have. We sure are, Lem. Good to be back in studio with you. You know, not having habits and routine is not good, and I would tell you that having bad habits is even worse. You know, good habits create very positive mindset. You know, I think about my own journey of times that I might have been in a valley or things weren't going well, how key routines helped me. You know, when you focus on behaviors that you can control, you can develop plans, certain specific actions, and and pursue whatever those things are. And they help you take emotion out, whether it's extreme highs or extreme lows. These types of habits and routines help drive consistency. And developing and keeping good habits is about the process over the result. And I think that's such an important thing to think about is so many times we think about the result and we forget about the process. Of course, we want results. In the end, results absolutely matter. But I have found to get the best results, don't just focus on the end goal. Focus on what it takes for you to get there and master those specific steps, which I think is a, a key point in thinking about routine. So many times we, we're looking at the big picture when we really need to get granular. Mm. Habits help mm-hmm. us do that. The right habits ultimately get us to an end mm-hmm. of a great result. I like that. I like that. So tell us, so what have you learned along the way that you think would add value to these listeners, to everybody listening? How can they all help themselves per- pursue better routines and better habits? Well, the pursuit is uh, is the is the start of that, right? Like you have to realize that uh, what I'm doing now is not working, mm-hmm. and so you have to pursue those. If I were to survey a hundred people and ask them, "Is having good routines and habits a great idea?" Everybody's going to say yes. Right. But it's taking the action, and it's in the pursuit mm-hmm. that you have to get started. And you know, there's entire classes on the subject, and quite frankly, I've spent the majority of my living life improving in this area mm-hmm. uh, because I do believe it's it's what you do in the 24 hours that gives you significant advantage. Right. Uh, we all have 24 hours. We all have opportunity. But there are reasons why some people win on bigger levels than others. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that you can get down to how they spend their time or their routines. However, if I were to lay some foundational things, there's there's really four things that always come to my mind when we're talking about this subject. And these are principles that I believe have to be applied. Mm -hmm. And the first one, and maybe the most important from a foundational standpoint, is you have to determine what you want. I like that. You know, if you're not determining what you want, I remember I had a leader one time that told me that uh, my pursuit was like a fart in the wind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you talk about painting a picture, right? Like, (laughs) 
man, I don't know which way you're going. I don't, you know, you're just going where you're told to go. You're right. just, you know, it's like a, a being in a stream, a log in the stream. You go where the current tells you. That's not great. You have to determine what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. That's a foundation. And in other words, know, know and decide where where is that end result? What is that goal? It could be short term, long term, really irrelevant, but you got to know where you're going. Get very clear mm-hmm. on who you are and what you want to become by writing it down. Right. Writing it down is a key component because if not, all of these things that we want, they become fleeting thoughts. Mm-hmm. When you have clear intentions and focused purpose, mm-hmm. your why that we talk a lot about on the show, it becomes your motivator. Right. It, it becomes the driving force. And when this is done well, you'll find that no action or sacrifice is beyond you to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that we review this purpose, this why, weekly uh, and review your actions daily. So what is that why? What is that goal? What is that purpose for the week? But then you review your actions that you're taking daily to get you there. Nice. And you can do this on a macro level too with long-term goals. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what the actions you take daily get you to both short-term and long-term goals. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I've talked about it on the show actually, Lead the Field was one of the first uh, books that I ever read. And this was after bombing the big sales interview that I've, I've given that testimony many times about you know, not getting the first big job. And then, you know, my boss gave me a copy of Lead the Field and Mm -hmm. it it really changed how I saw these principles. And so if you're out there and you're not really sure which way to go, Lead the Field is an amazing foundation to get this thing going. And I would tell you that this gave me purpose. And one of the things they talk about in that book is writing down your action. Mm -hmm. Today, we call them vision boards and all of these other things. But spend time every day thinking about what you're going to do today. Mm -hmm. Does that line up with your goals? And sometimes what it also tells you is what not to do. Right, right. I'll tell you a funny story. When I was a mechanic, I got into a car and there was an audio book. The guy had it on a flash drive. And I kept it because it was a car that he had just turned in. It was a lease turned in. It was at Volvo. He just bought a brand new Volvo. He traded in an Impala. So I'm like, all right, you, you went from, you know, a leased Impala. Now you just went and bought a brand new Volvo. You left your audiobook in here. I plugged it in. I was listening. I didn't listen to it, but it was, you probably know his name. It was Start With Why. Oh, yeah. It was Start yeah, yeah, With yeah. Why. That was the audiobook, Start With Simon Why. Simon Yep, I didn't read it. I didn't listen to it. But just hearing those words, start with why, it it made such an impact. I was like, I don't, I don't have to go forward right now. I need to figure out my why. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, you know, I'm here in the shop. I'm making good money. I'm also doing ministry on the side. What's my why? And from that moment on, it changed a lot for me. Yeah, just hearing that little start with why. I like that. Got so, my man from an Impala to a Volvo. From an Impala to a Volvo. <laughs> I'm telling you, I saw it and I was like, it's worth listening to what he was listening to. Sure. <laughs> so sure. I'm just going to listen to at least the first 30 seconds. And yeah. said, start with why. There you go. It's like, all right. You good. should go back and finish. I still have it. It's in my tweet <laughs> there box. You go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, give us number two. Number two, I would tell you, is focus on the little things. Um, You know, as I think about routines and habits and I think about some of the blunders that I've had along the way and the Mm -hmm. missteps and, you know, not having the right focus, not working on the right things, thinking too big sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
focusing on the little things is a powerful thing. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to lose 20 pounds, it's wise to focus on losing one pound and not get overwhelmed with losing 20 pounds. Like That's that. typically why, uh, you know, Planet Fitness is dead in, by February 1st. People uh-huh. get frustrated. Uh, you know, they're in the mirror every day. I'm not seeing any change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's incremental. What can I do today? You know, when I'm on these health kicks and I've been on one over the last several months, I'll get on the scale sometimes two, three, four times a day. Mm-hmm. And and my wife, Janelle, will be like, nothing changes that fast. <laughs> and I'm like, this is accountability. Like, I need to get on there. Like, you have this goal. It's crazy. Like, you have this goal of this weight that you want to lose. So you set these daily goals. Right. And I've literally, this is how obsessive I am. And I, I, I got to fix this stuff. But... There have literally been times that I've been on the scale at like 11.59 without any clothes on because I want to hit this thing. Like but it. the reality is, is I can't, I can't focus on the 20 pounds. I got to focus on what did I eat that day? Right. How long did I spend on the treadmill? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I run a mile, a half mile, mm-hmm. a quarter mile, whatever right. it might be? Sometimes the big goal can seem unrealistic and cause us to give up. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember that excellence is a... It's an act. Mm-hmm. It's not a habit. It's an act. It's it's something that we're pursuing. You know, excellence is what I always call a journey. We we never arrive at excellence. Like it's that. not a destination. And doing something over and over makes makes it become easier. Mm-hmm. It makes it become more routine. That's why when we look at professional athletes, they make it look easy. Right. You know, when you see, you know, a professional quarterback you know, thread a ball between four receivers. Right. We call that lucky. Uh, no, he's been doing that since he was five years old. He's intentional about it. Makes it look easy. And it's pretty amazing some of these things that these people can do on, on the field of play. These athletes, they make it look effortless. I learned this lesson early as a salesperson. Every quarter, my manager would give me quarterly quotas, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, here's your hands, here's your number for the quarter." And every quarter they would go up with my t- my tenure, and I would get these quotas, and it would seem daunting to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how in the world are we ever going to get there? I was new in sales, wasn't good at it at all. You know, I was at the base of this mountain, looking up at this at this monster that I had to climb, mm-hmm. and I was wondering, how am I ever going to get to the top of this mountain? Mm-hmm. And this stress of of the big goal, it caused me to go into sales calls thinking about closing the sale. It's all I could think about was, I got to walk out here with a signed contract. You know, I I can't leave this place unless, you know, I get ink on this contract. And it wasn't until my manager observed one of my meetings and told me that I seemed rushed and that I was glossing over important steps. He told me that it was clear to him that I was... I was focused on the clothes when I needed to be more focused on asking the right questions mm-hmm. and having a business conversation. I like that. And that's when the light bulb went off. I'm like, man, what a great idea. Like, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense to me. Like, don't focus on just closing the sale. Focus on asking the right questions. Start asking better questions and let the prospect tell me how to sell them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I began to do. And the results followed quickly. Mm-hmm. It's important to understand um, that every big habit, it's really supported by smaller habits. True. So find the small habit and develop that first. It's easier, much easier, to do many little things Mm -hmm. over and over again. And as you do those, they start multiplying into big things. Absolutely. And it, it builds... 
it helps support the entire foundation of what you're doing. It's harder for your bigger habits to fall when you have perfected the smaller habits that are keeping it there. You know, yes. when you've perfected that and now that's what your major habits and that's what your major routine is resting on. It'll take a major catastrophe no to doubt. get you out of your rhythm, get you out of your groove because you're so well founded on that foundation. So I like that. I like that. What would you say number three would be? Number three out of the four is create structured but yet realistic routines. Mm -hmm. You know, this is where, I mean, we're talking about creating positive habits. In positive habits are routines. Routines right. and habits are kind of synonymous, but this, this is something that you have to be intentional about. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big, big believer in routine. Now, I'm also the person that will try to put more into a day than I have time to do, and that's intentional. Mm -hmm. um, and, th and that's why sometimes things get a little crazy in my days, but I, I want that. I, I've created that kind of structure. But I do hear people all the time, they'll tell me that th they don't know how they're ever going to get it done. Mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't know how they could add one more thing. Like I give them you know, a personal development strategy or, or whatever it might be, and I hear it all the time, Jeff, I don't have time for that. It's in that moment that I'll ask them for their calendar. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, does it get uncomfortable? <laughs> because now we're going to validate what you what 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 you don't ha really have time to do. Right, right. And the reality is and this is for all of us. You will create time for what's important to you. Absolutely. It's an absolute fact. The question we have to ask is we're busy doing what? Right. We're busy doing what? I would have sales reps all the time. You know, we would do like structured prospecting times, you know, from from eight to noon on Monday and Wednesday. And I would inevitably always have a salesperson say, uh, hey, Hanch, I got to cut out early. I got a big appointment. It's the only time they could meet. Mm. And I would be like, so if the only time they could meet was December 25th, what would you do? Right. You you are going to make time mm -hmm. for what's important this to you. True. And going to church is a simple illustration of this in my own life. My family knows we go to church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. it, it's always been that way. It's the same time. It's at the same place every week, and we rarely miss. Why is that? Well, are, are, there, are there other things we could be doing? Sure. Right. There's a lot of other things we could be doing. However, it has become embedded in us. And it's now on autopilot. Mm -hmm. We don't even have to think about what we're doing from 9 to 11 on Sunday morning. Yeah. Like, we know we're going to be in church. Yep. By doing this correctly and setting up your weeks and, and days this way, it allows you to focus on what you say no to. Mm -hmm. My kids know that nobody is going out to eat or attending a sporting event or anything else at 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. Right. That time is guarded for what we value. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. That's who we are. You should do this in every area of your life. Set time blocks on your calendar and follow them with discipline. Fitness, personal development, staff mm -hmm. meetings, whatever it might be. Make your desired habit part of your daily routine. Write it down. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Get it on there and check it off your daily routine. Right. Done. Got it. I, I remember when I was early uh, early in my tenure in sales and just trying to build a sales pipeline, uh, my manager, I'm going to give him a shout out because I've been talking to, about him a lot today. Sean Coyne, mm -hmm. if you're listening, I appreciate all that you've done for my development. Um, but he, one thing he told me was, because again, I sucked at sales, so I needed activity. I needed more at-bats. Mm -hmm. And more at-bats you have, the better odds you have of hitting the ball. 
And he would tell me, look, um, at 5 p.m. every day, I want you to incorporate something into your routine, and we're going to call it the five after five, mm-hmm. meaning you have to knock on five doors after 5 p.m. before you're allowed to go home. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very, very structured that way. So I'm like, I like this. Mm-hmm. This is cool. And so it became part of my daily routine. My wife knew. My kids knew. Everybody knew. At minimum, dad's not getting home till six o'clock. Why right. is that? Well, I got to knock the five after five out. Mm-hmm. That's got to happen. Right. And so it became part of that routine. And I would say to anybody, if you want better clients, find out what you need to to do to get them and, and then create habits. Mm-hmm. What do you need to do to get better clients? And you could plug this into any area of life. Create habits that revolve around those specific actions. In this example, I wanted more appointments. I mm-hmm. wanted to close more sales. Well, I need right. more in the funnel. Call more people, knock on more doors, and then calendar it into your daily schedule. Any goal is possible. Commit to it and pencil it in. Eventually, you'll be able to do those things on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. The routine is paramount, absolutely paramount, and it keeps you in the right rhythm. It keeps you focused. And you know what you're doing and when you're going to be doing it. So you have that laser focus. I love it. Let's go to number four. You got it. Number four is track your progress. This is big because this lets us know are we getting return mm-hmm. on our time. Mm-hmm. Create plans somehow. In, you know, However you want to do it. You can do an Excel spreadsheet, whatever it might be. But create plans to show the wins and the strategies to reduce the errors. Mm-hmm. You know, This is kind of the win and loss column of your time, of your routine. You know, am I am I getting a return on the structure that I've built? Because number right. three was create the routine. Well, a routine for routine's sake is not wise. Right. You have to evaluate, is the action I'm putting out giving me the return that I want? Jim Rohn once said it best. He said, a life worth living is a life worth recording. Mm-hmm. And this is where we come into journaling and all of these things. You should journal your progress. Right. By doing this, what you're doing is you're tracking and observing your routines. What you're really doing is determining if you're getting a good return on your time. Mm-hmm. You would do if you bought a stock. I, I, if anybody out there is a stock trader, like a day trader, and you got the app on your phone, how many times a day <laughs> are you checking that? Especially recently, oh, absolutely. like oh my gosh, yep. like it's changing like literally by the hour. Yeah, and you can see big spikes, uh, and it's exciting. But guess what? If you're seeing seeing that thing go in the red, like you might have to make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. We do that for the stocks that that are in our portfolio. But sometimes we don't even do that for our own lives. Very good point. It's very similar to that concept. You have five stocks that you're that you're bought into those companies. You want to know how they're doing. What are their trends? Right. Is it time to sell? Is it time to buy more? Um, you need to know that, and you know that by observing mm-hmm. the action and the results. Doing a lot of wrong thing, doing a lot of the wrong thing, simply makes you busy, mm-hmm. and ultimately that leads to frustration. Right. Like if you bought a stock at fifty dollars and it's trading now at twenty, mm-hmm. you're not buying more. Correct. You're not buying more. You're 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 like praying it at least gets back to fifty so I can dump it right. and not take a loss. Exactly. Effort is a great start, but when all effort is the same, routines and habits will be the biggest differentiator in successful people. And we have to study this closely. And when we study it closely, what it's going to tell you 
is what are your HPAs, your high-performing activities. I've talked about this a few times. Your high-performing activities, everybody has them. Mm -hmm. And it's where you should be spending your time. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I should not be spending my time um, copywriting. Right. That's not my gift. I Could I do it? Could I learn to do it? Sure. Not my gift. I have help doing that. Shout out to Abigail. Like, I need help doing those things. Mm -hmm. So by by knowing what's dragging me down, what's that barnacle on my ship, I need to stop doing this and start doing that. Mm -hmm. It's going to increase uh, our productivity, know what our HPAs are. Without intentional reflection on, on this process, mm -hmm. habits don't have significant meaning, meaning at all in your life. And you become busy doing the wrong things. I love that. I love that. I, <laughs> I Small analogy from what I can equate that to. I used to work out with a guy in college. He was an All-American Division II basketball team. We would get up 5 a.m. every morning, and he would shoot a 1,000 jump shots. But it didn't matter that he shot the 1,000. It was how many did he make, mm. you know? Yeah. Because you go up there, throw up a 1,000 bricks all you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I was also in there shooting a 1,000 jump shots. Sure. <laughs> and here That's I right. am on the podcast with you. So yeah. it didn't matter how many got put up. It was how many went into the basket, not just how many went into the basket, how many went into the basket and didn't touch anything but the net, <laughs> you know? So when you watch these guys play, like you said in the analogy, you watch the professional sports players and you think, man, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Well, 5 a.m. Yeah. every day, 5,000 yeah. a week at least is not easy at all. I yeah. love it. Well, that's a good point, too. We see this with our kids, right? You yeah. Have, you have small children and mine are getting older now, but it's still it's still the same, like you know, in your mind, you like, you want them to try a bunch of different things because mm -hmm. let's figure out what they're good at. Exactly. But every good parent knows like, okay, you wanted Johnny to, you know, be an all-star running back, right? but uh, he trips over his own feet. He may he not. He can't hold yeah. a ball. Like you might want to get him a musical instrument, exactly. you know, some canvas thing. to paint on, like exactly. whatever it might be. And that's a great, right. great point in that. You can get right. up at 5 a.m. and shoot up 3,000 yeah. shots, but if you made a hundred of them, Time this ain't on. your game. Yeah, because now you're just busy and you're not effective. Exactly. And sometimes busy feels good. I love these things. So closing, we have number one, determine what you want. Number two, focus on the little things. Three, create routines. And four, tracking progress. We trust that this episode, I have loved it. So I know that you have loved it. And it has added value to your pursuit and creating great habits. So share, please share this episode with at least one person that you feel could benefit from it. And be sure not to miss out on our weekly newsletter by signing up at thechampionforum.com forward slash show notes. Jeff, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure once again. And thank you for listening. And until next time, on behalf of the entire Champion Forum podcast family, we want you to be well and never forget you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead, inspire, win. 